Welcome back to another episode of I Have Issues. It's your boy Vasos bringing you the issues for the week of August 31st, 2022. Rounding out the month of August. Very, very, very small pull list this week. Just not a lot of books coming out, you know. Um, Marvel had a probably had the most of, out of everybody, um, but just not a lot of books that I was reading. Uh, the indies were also relatively small, slim pickings this week. And DC was pretty much a bunch of annuals and one-shots. So, like I said, not a, not a lot to choose from this week, but uh, we do have uh, some interesting books. So, enough wasting my time. Let's go ahead and let's try to kick off this week's issues, and let's get to the issues. start things off this week with Marvel at first up first actually we have Amazing Fantasy issue number 1000 so I don't know if this is actually a total 1000 I don't know what they're maybe they're including the Amazing Fantasy series and (laughs) Spider-Man I don't know Um, but yeah it's basically just a variety of stories put together Uh, I want to say like six, maybe eight different uh, stories. A bunch of different creators, a bunch of different artists. Uh, Some were better than others. Uh, Nothing really going on as far as, or nothing continuity-wise really, uh, that has anything really to do uh, with any of these stories. But you've got, you know... People like Anthony Falcone and Michael uh, Michael Cho, Dan Slott, uh, you know, just amongst a, a few, Jonathan Hickman, Neil Gaiman, uh, just a few different writers involved in this. Uh, like I said, it, it there's, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, seven stories. Seven different stories, eight different stories, I'm sorry, eight different stories in here. Uh, all of them range, you know, one about small-time crooks, you know, and Spider-Man saying that's all it really starts with just one small tongue, one small crook, and you never know what can happen. Uh, old man Peter, uh, who misses his anniversary dinner by getting shot because he saved somebody on the way to go <laughs> meet Mary Jane for uh, his birthday dinner. Uh, an illusionist trick where everybody reads... Uh, reads what they want to read in the newspaper <laughs> uh then you've got another one with uh 
basically with Peter, he's, uh, you know, taking pictures of all, you know, there's no crime going around. So he's just taking pictures of New York, takes it to Jameson. Uh, Jameson gets pissed because there's no Spider-Man. No Spider-Man, damn it. And then he finds one of that Peter accidentally took of himself uh, as Spider-Man where he's spilt ice cream on his on his suit and Jameson thought it was hilarious. So he's like, yep, that's the one. <laughs> Here's your money, kid. Uh, another one about, uh, I guess, I really know exactly, I don't remember exactly what that one was about. Kind of like, I guess, saving somebody in need who had like mental problems. Uh, I'm thinking there was one in there that had something to do with Queen Goblin. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, and then you got one, it looks like where Peter meets a bunch of uh, other Spider-Men. He's kind of like, look, all this different stuff. All these bad things happen to us. And, of course, they all, you know, rib him and, and say, no, actually, everything's great. You're the only one that, you know, seems to have a bunch of bad stuff happen. And they're all like, ah, we're just messing with you. Uh, another one with Peter meeting one of his fans from when he was a kid and then seeing him as an adult. All this other stuff. So, like I said, just a bunch of different stories. They were all, you know, pretty good to, to, to decent. Uh, not Like I said, none of which really are must-read. But uh, still, probably worth uh, picking up just to have. Uh, but if you're not a big Spider-Man person or care about the significance or anything like that, hey... You can definitely skip it. It's Amazing Fantasy, issue number 1000. Up next, we have Deadpool, Bad Blood, issue 4. Uh, Domino gets involved, and that's really pretty much it. <laughs> uh, they're trying to basically figure out how to uh, rescue Thumper uh, from Kane and all this other stuff. So, I mean... You know, lots of fighting, lots of guns, lots of explosives. Uh, overall, not a whole lot really going on other than Deadpool cueing it, or cluing in uh, Domino as to what's going on with Thumper. So that's Deadpool, Bad Blood, Issue 4. Up next, we have Obi-Wan, Issue Number 4. So this is basically Obi-Wan recounting or recalling him having to go him and Anakin having to go on this mission of uh it's basically was off the books uh the council wouldn't even brief them as to what exactly it was it's basically a rogue uh general or a rogue uh commander uh from the clone army that he just he broke mentally and just started killing all kinds of folks <laughs> you know he was killing clone troopers he was killing uh different councils you know whether they were the federation anybody he just was killing any they were he was just killing anybody and he had a small group with him and so they deemed it very dangerous so obi-wan and anakin go uh to him where he was found and obi-wan basically tries to uh get him to come in so he can turn himself in all this other basically trying to reach the humanity of him uh so i mean it was fine you know this one i think was probably one of the better ones uh, of this series uh definitely was uh 
it was definitely good. I, like I said, I enjoyed the story of it. Uh, again, I just wish they would kind of hurry up and get to something as far as like an overall theme uh, instead of just uh, flashbacks and stories and whatnot. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. That's Obi-Wan or Star Wars Obi-Wan issue number four. And finally, we have X-Men issue 14. So, uh, of course, there's, this is still dealing with everything that's going on in Acts. You know, that's Avengers, uh, X-Men, Eternals, Judgment Day. Uh, the X-Men are basically holding out, holding down the fort there on Krakoa. Uh... Meanwhile, these other aliens drop something to cause like a solar flare in the sun. And they're basically trying to find a way to prevent this solar flare from hitting Earth. So it's up to Iceman and Sunfire. I'm sorry, Starfire or Firestar. Yeah, Firestar. It's up to them to basically kind of uh, save you know the planet from getting hit with this uh, solar flare. Um... And it's about this reporter who's writing a, a story about it, about what's going on um, with this event. Uh, as you know, Iceman kind of gives them a heads up as to what's what. Uh, overall, it was fine. Uh, at the end, you see the judgment of uh, Cyclops, and I guess in turn the X Men by the uh, Celestial. That was Avengers Mountain. So, uh, overall, pretty nice, pretty fun. Uh, I dug this one. That is X Men issue number 14. Also, out from Marvel this week, we have X Force issue 31, Moon Knight Black, White, and Blood issue 4, Gambit issue 2, Knights of X issue 5, Ant Man issue 2. The Variants Issue 3, Thunderbolts Issue 1, Iron Fist Issue 5, Fortnite Marvel Zero War Issue 4, Wild Cards The Drawing Cards Issue 2, uh, Mech Strike Monster Hunters Issue Number 3, and then there is a Thunderbolts Marvel Tales in there as well. Alright, let's go ahead and let's move on. To the Indies. Kane is in the building. All right, and we're going to move on to the Indies. Only two indie books this week. Up first, from Image, we have Hellcop, issue number 10. Uh, so in the last issue, they had pulled the Red Queen from Alice... Uh, is it Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. And so they pulled her in. Uh, and basically, this issue is them trying to figure out a way... Basically, uh, Dr. Lee and Taj basically telling Virgil, Hey, he kind of fucked up. <laughs> so Virgil's pissed, and he's like, Alright, we gotta figure out how to get her get her back to her her dimension whatever and let's get this over with but no sooner do they start putting their plan in motion 
Well, let's just say the Red Queen gets a visitor from someone else from her world, the Chess Cheshire Cat. And this one is not friendly. Uh, pretty nuts, you know, goes on a killing spree. <laughs> um, and eventually they send it to hell and it gets eaten by a Cerberus, which was pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, they don't figure out how to send back uh, the Red Queen yet, so they're still going to figure out how to do that. So overall, like I said, it was a fun issue. That is Hell Cop issue number 10. And second and finally, we from Boom Studios, we have House of Slaughter issue number 8. This is Scarlet Part 3. So, uh, I think... The, basically in this issue uh, Edwin's basically he's f trying to put together what this monster is exactly uh, and he's talking to uh, the monster that's trapped in his paintbrush uh, and then you know he's trying to look at his, his case files and trying to see maybe if there's like a overarching connection to all this everything that's going on um then he kind of puts two and two together. He's like, okay, this monster isn't driven by fear uh, or in, in instilling fear. It's just, it's apparently, I guess this mo he's thinking that this monster is uh, dependent on only one certain type of fear. And until it's not put out, or if that fear is not put out there, then it just kind of lays dormant or whatnot. So, uh, very artsy um just uh i don't know this book like i said it, it's intriguing um because he dives you know deeper and deeper and deeper into this mystery of what's going on but then you also get flashes of maybe things that he's repressed uh in his memory as to how he got brought into the house of slaughter and whatnot so overall pretty pretty intriguing uh great concept and i'm interested to see if it actually is going to be a dragon so we'll, that'll be cool that is house of slaughter issue number eight okay so also out from boom studios this week we have we only find them when they're dead issue 13 alice ever after issue number five power rangers unlimited the death ranger uh one shot and firefly 20th anniversary special one shot and then as far as from Image, also out this week, there's the Magic Order issue, Magic Order 3, issue number 2. Uh, oh, there was the Vampire Slayer number 5. That was uh, Boom Studios. Then we have Ant, issue number 5. And Loaded Bible, Blood of My Blood, issue number 6. All right, let's go ahead and finish up this week. Let's finish up with DC. And finishing things up this week with DC. 
a bunch of annuals. Up first, we have the Flash 2022 annual. I believe this is the... I don't know if this is the first annual this year or maybe the second. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so this is the Flash 2022 annual. Uh, basically, it's uh, Wally sitting down with Linda and basically... Uh, she's like, look, I got this to do, and, you know, they're still kind of, uh, <laughs> trying to figure out how she got her powers, what she's gonna do with them, uh, you know, and Wally's still kind of like, oh my god, you know, how, you know, when were you gonna tell me, how did, you know, how did this happen, yada, 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 and she's like, look, I tried to tell you, I really wanted to tell you, but it just never was the right time, when I'd get ready to tell you, you zoomed off, you did this, you did that, something with the kids, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. She's like, well, anyway, I've got to go do this thing. You know, I finished my book, you know, and Wally's like, okay, I'll read it. So Wally's reading her book, and she wrote this uh, this uh, romantic novel, basically recounting all their, their experiences since they've known each other. Um, and basically, you know, contextualize them and, and kind of, uh, you know, told them in a different way. Uh, of how Wally is this hero that's always been there to save her, this, this, and this, and she's kind of pulling up her end of the bargain. Um, so like I said, Wally reads it, and it's like, oh my god, I love her. <laughs> so, you know, and he's just like, oh my god, she, this this is exactly how she felt during all these times, and it just, you know, he's just like, oh my god, alright, well, that does it, we're gonna, we're a team now. <laughs> so, like I said, just a fun, lighthearted story. That's the Flash annual or 2022 annual. Um, next, we have Harley Quinn 2022 annual. Uh, so you've got one story with Harley with, I guess, a Task Force X or maybe not really a Suicide Squad. But anyway, they break into uh, look like Blackgate. Well, they were trying to find this alien who's able to control everybody. So they break in to try to stop him. Uh, you know, one of those type of things. It was it was okay. It was fun. You know, some funny back and forth, funny moments, uh, teamwork and that, all that good stuff. And then you had another story at the end trying to, I guess, keep going. I guess where it's going to go in issue 22 of, or the next issue of Harley. So I guess that's going to kind of spin out into that. But uh, it was fun. You know, if you enjoy Harley stories... Uh, this one was definitely something uh, up your alley. That is Harley Quinn and or 2022 annual. And then finally, we've got Wonder Girl 2022 annual. This I really enjoyed. The artwork on this is spot on, fantastic. I, something about the Wonder Girl books, man. Just the artwork just pops. Always just pops. It's great. Um, so you get a little bit of the origin of. Uh, of the Pegasus Jerry, you get a little bit of an origin as to how he kind of was cast out of Olympus, uh, and kind of how he eventually ran into to Yara, and then you've got uh, Yara and some of her other Amazonian sisters. Uh, you get kind of like this dark origin of uh, what was the alligator's name basically you get the origin of the uh uh oh i cannot remember what the 
uh, is it Canna? Jossie, I can't remember what the the evil woman that she gets that gets turned into that alligator looking monster. But anyway, uh, you basically get the origin of that, their origin. Uh, then you have this big fight, um, which you know ultimately resolves in uh, Yara saving the day. <laughs> like I said, a lot of a lot of action, a lot of great artwork, great storytelling. Um, anything else I think really I mean of course I kind of say spoiled it there with save, saying saving the day but uh, other than that there really wasn't a whole lot more other than you know an origin a setup um, some details great great fire you know a lot of fire in this issue uh, and the art really really blended itself well to this type of story so I definitely recommend getting this this annual uh if nothing else, just for the artwork. It's it's absolutely stunning. Uh, that's Wonder Girl 2022 Annual. Alright, also out this week from DC, we have Superman War World Apocalypse number 1. Harley Quinn, the animated series, the real sidekicks of New Gotham special number 1. That is a mouthful to say. And then we got DC Saved by Belle Reeve issue number 1. And the pick of the week this week, it's going to go to Sandman Universe Nightmare Country, issue number five. And we're going to bring that to you next. And taking home pick of the week for August 31st, 2022. It is Sandman Universe Nightmare Country, issue number five. We pick back up with the Corinthians standing in the doorway. Mr. Ecstasy, Mr. Agony, Flynn, William Teague, the corpse of Kells, and Robbie standing around staring at him. As the Corinthian calls out, Hello, Flynn. Is everyone here trying to kill you? Yeah, I I'm pretty sure, says Flynn. As the current in response. Hmm, let's try and avoid that, shall we? As William Teague draws his revolver, says, I won't let you interfere. Mr. Agony, looking down, says, What do we do, Mr. Ecstasy? As Mr. Ecstasy answers. Answers elude me, Mr. Agony. There are lines here that we are not to have crossed, but we have crossed them all the same. Can we destroy a dream? Asked Mr. Agony. Can you destroy an idea? Asked Ecstasy. Not quickly, responds Agony. William Teague looking at the Corinthians says, A dream. You're a dream. Walking in the waking world. How fascinating. I've never met a dream before. I wonder what you can give me. As the Corinthian responds, Nothing you'd enjoy, William Teague. 
horrified. Robbie says, What the fuck is happening, Kells? I, I, I don't understand what's happening. As the corpse of Kells says, I'm doing what I've been ordered to do. I can't help myself. I need to understand that I can't help myself. As Flynn yells out, Kells, no! As Kells grabs Flynn by the back of her neck. Trying to stop this from happening, the Corinthian stabs Kells in the chest. But it's too late. She snaps Flynn's neck and drops her body to the ground. Robbie comforts her in her last moments. As Flynn looks across the room, seeing fatigue, ecstasy, and agony, and a smiling man looking back at her. The Corinthian remembers the, fi the first final moments of his first life, very vaguely. A dream of memory, or a memory of a dream. Appropriate, in any case. As he thinks back to the events of the serial convention, there was a boy in the trunk of a car. He remembers that much, though he's unsure of what became of him in the end. In the decades, he had walked the earth freely, he had noticed that the longer he lingered in certain places, the more people around him changed. His presence ignited a dream of violence and power in their minds that they would seek as to embody as he had. First in their nightmares and then into the waking world. He stood before a room of his children and he felt the raw power of it. Perhaps in time, he would become a kind of god for these people. Every one of their murders was a sacrifice in his name, though the killers did not realize it. He thought his days of blood and glory would last forever, but they would not. The Corinthian does not remember the words of his master, Dream of the Endless, spoke to him that day, but he remembers feeling shame. Not many of the horrors he had inflicted on the world, but the shame of being a disappointment to his creator. He did not react well to this new feeling inside of him. As he remembers stabbing towards Dream, Dream blocking the blade with his hand before reducing him to nothing but the remains of his tiny skull. The Corinthian does not remember what happened next in that room. He was, after all, disincorporated from existence. But those next moments are worth remembering. As Dream addressed the crowd. And you, you call yourselves collectors. Until now, you have all sustained fantasies in which you have maltreated heroes of your own story. Confronting daydreams, comforting daydreams in which ultimately you are shown to be in the right. For all of you, the dream is over. I have taken it away. For this is my judgment on you. That you shall know at all times and forever exactly what you are. And you, and you shall know just how little 
that means. Now, leave. Something changed that night in the fabric of America. The Corinthian wouldn't understand until much, much later. But then, of course, it was far, far too late. The Corinthian stabbed the dead girl in William Teague's foyer was not the Corinthian that, destroy, that was destroyed in that dingy hotel panel room three decades ago. As the Corinthian pulls his knife from the corpse of Kells, she says, I'm sorry, so sorry, as the blood runs down her body. And the Dream King that destroyed him was no longer the Dream King who ruled over the Dreaming. The Corinthian had long felt certain that he never wanted to be unmade again. The first time was unpleasant enough. But hadn't he risked that much already? What other options lay before him? As he takes off his glasses. Oh my god! His eyes! Where's his eyes? The Corinthian then says, Lord Shaper, a word! if you will. As ecstasy runs behind the Corinthian, putting his blade against his throat. What did you say? You heard what he said, Mr. Ecstasy. You simply do not wish it to be so. As Agony, looking around the room, looks for an exit. Ecstasy is, we need to get far away from here. No, says T. We had a deal. I want my questions, and for the first, what did he say? When another voice calls, I believe he called for me, and he risked much in doing so. As Dream of the Endless stands in front of them, the Corinthian bows, my lord. As William T says, you you, you're the Dream King? One of the Endless. In my house. I can't. Dream then takes a pinch of his sand and says the word, sleep. Everyone in the room falls asleep. Dream looking at the Corinthians says, you find yourself among some very curious company. Yes. These two were human once a long time ago. They still are, in a manner of speaking, despite their best efforts. Bounty hunters, trained at the Unseen Cathedral. They visit it most nights. They aren't pleasant dreams, but they seem to enjoy them. And this man dreams himself to be a god-emperor of sorts, ruling over his subjects. He has the favor of the powerful and believes himself untouchable. In practical terms, I suppose he is, even by my hand. This poor child dreams of her new fate, how that she is bound to hell. I am sorry to say her imagination pales in the face of what damnation has in store for her. Though, what is left of her life won't be much kinder, I fear. And the young man, he dreams of comfort and care he is afraid to seek in his waking life. 
he aches for it in his bones. And this girl, this girl cannot dream. She has been tampered with. How strange. Why have you brought me here, Corinthian? Standing up, the Corinthian says, My lord, I would prefer if I make my apologies now. I do not want you to lie to me. And I don't think you are particularly sorry, responds Dream. No, no, my lord. Then let us skip to the end. You want to ask something of me. The Corinthian then says, I have two requests. As Dream responds, let me hear them. The Corinthian then begins. First, I would like to have permission to continue walking in the waking world. Hmm. And? And? I want to save this girl's life. Confused. And surprised. Dream's eyes open wide. Looking at the Corinthian, he then says, You surprise me. The girl is fascinating. She hasn't visited my realm since she was scarcely walking. The power it would take to separate her from me. What could do that, I wonder? The Corinthian then says, Without dreaming, she also sees nightmares walking the waking world. Nightmares. In a shape not too dissimilar to my own. And she is not the only one to see them. And this troubles you, asks Dream. Does it not trouble you, my lord? Asked the Corinthian. It does tremendously, but many things trouble me. Few things trouble you. Corinthian, bawling his fist, says, Some strange echo of me is walking in this world. I would like to hunt it down. I don't know how to do without how to do it without the girl. Hmm. Matthew, as Dream calls his raven, as Matthew comes flying in. Whoa, hey boss, what are you up to? I need permission to cross over into my sister's domain. Would you keep an eye on the girl's body for me? Uh, yeah, sure boss. As the Corinthian asks, is this necessary? Perhaps not. But you can bring her back. That depends on my sister. And on the girl. As Dream disappears. As Matthew then perches himself on the counter and says, So, uh, you throwing a party here or something? Entering the void of nothing. Dream approaches Madison. Flynn. Dream then asks, Madison Flynn, can you hear me? Flynn, looking up at Dream, says, You you don't have eyes either. I do, in my own way. Flynn then asks, Okay, am, am I dead? Yes. Well, that fucking sucks. Yes. I am sorry. Where are we? 
asked Flynn. As Dream responds, that is a matter of perspective. This is a transitional space. Some call it limbo. So what happens next? Am I going to hell? Do you want to go to hell? No, responds Flynn. Dream then says, I think that is a wise choice. Usually you go on and find out what waits for you. My sister has allowed me to present you with a different option. My subject has brought a mystery to my attention. He would like to see if he can unravel it, but he believes he needs your assistance. As Flynn says, the Corinthian. Ah, oh, yes, responds Dream. I read stories about him. He was some kind of serial killer. He would eat the eyes out of all his victims. In another life, he did many, many terrible things. Flynn then says, So my options are here are here to help a serial killer solve the mystery of my death, or to just, like, fuck off to heaven or something? Or something. Yes, as Dream walks closer. And what if he starts, like, hurting people again? Asks Flynn. As Dream steps to the side and says, A fair concern. Let's get his opinion, shall we? As the doorway appears, and the Corinthian walks towards them. What did she decide? Asked the Corinthian. She fears what you might do in order to see this through to the end. That you might hurt someone. And what if someone needs to be hurt? What if they send more hunters? Asked the Corinthian. It appears they've been called away in our absence. As they look around the room. See that Mr. Ecstasy and Mr. Agony have gone. How fascinating they were able to do this without my seeing it happen. The Corinthian says, my lord, that means they could go find us again, wherever we go. If I'm not free to act, horrified, Flynn says, is that my body? Is that my body? Oh, oh my god, do I really look like that? The Corinthian calls out to Flynn. Flynn says, they already killed my friend to try to get to me tried to burn my house I don't want more innocent people dying because of me Dream then says hmm I have it you are bound to the will of Madison Flynn you will not take life or commit any violence without her consent is that acceptable to you Flynn says yeah okay that works very well. Then I suggest you say goodbye to your human body. I will need to fashion something new. As Dream opens a portal back to the Dreaming. I, I guess goodbye. As Flynn waves to her body. Hey boss, uh, isn't there like a replacement situation, is it? You're not looking for new ravens, are you? Asked Matthew. Walking through 
the rift. Dream says, no, Matthew. She'll have her own form. And suddenly they are gone. When a man walks through, smiling, as he taps on the head of William, Wake up, William. As William jolts himself awake, one of the endless, in my fucking living room. Yes. Where the fuck are the gimps? The little one and the big one. That doesn't matter, William. I made a deal with them, says Teague. I told you to follow, not to lead. You should have not made any deals. There are two very dangerous beings in debt to you, and they will not relinquish that debt. Walking away, William says, I'll relish it plenty for the two of us. I'm getting myself a drink. Focus, William, says the man in the cloak. I can keep the girl, right? She's some kind of like zombie killing machine. That feels like it could come in handy. And I'll just kill Robbie. There's no point in keeping him around now. As the man says, William, leave the boy. He may be of some use to us. We're going to need to act quickly now before it loses its potency. What are you talking about? Asks William as he grabs a glass of wine. The man then grabs the sand from the floor. The Dream Lord has given us exactly what we needed to proceed in the next part of our plan. William says, I've read stories of a pouch of sand moving through the occult circles back in the middle of last century. They say nobody was able to open it, but there are whispers of what possible, what they might possibly, if they could do. The man says, we'll need every grain of it. William says, I think I know where a dustpan is, as he begins sweeping what's left of the sand into the dustpan. The man in the white cloak says, we will give the people a dream of a country that must be a dream of tomorrow. Turning around, William says, and what about the Dream King, the Nightmare, the Gimps, all of them? They know they cannot touch you, William. You have the protection of an angel who walked this country for a very, very long time. The angel Moroni has chosen a new prophet to return Eden to America. And this time, no one, not the endless, not the winged imbeciles in the Silver City will stand in my way. We'll deal with this nightmare in time. But he has his own adversaries to face. And when that adversary learns that dream of the endless has entered the fray, there will be dire consequences. Wake up, Mr. Agony. I, I dreamed. I was back at the cathedral. As Agony picks himself up, Ecstasy says, Yes, it's the dreaming that's the problem. Do you see where we are? No, Mr. Ecstasy. I cannot see. We are in an employer's domain, Mr. Agony. No. 
Ecstasy continues. Please look kindly on us. Forgive us our eagerness. We simply wanted to finish the job we started. We followed our desire. We thought that's what you would want us to do. Please, don't leave us here. As desire has locked them away in their realm. And that's how it ends, man. Great issue. Pick of the week. August 31st, 2022. Sandman Universe Nightmare Country. Issue number five. that's going to do it for this week sandman universe nightmare country issue five taking home pick of the week so like i said that was pretty pretty interesting i really dug the art style on this and it, it just i don't know with the sandman's uh netflix series i think that just really kind of kicked this up for me uh i like the callback that it had in it of uh the original sandman series how he ended the corinthian and all that so that was pretty cool uh, interested to see where what does what role desire plays in this and uh, just going forward in general and what this angel has to do with everything so that'll be pretty cool you know a lot of and you know all annuals this week with DC pretty much you know that fifth week of the month so it's kind of you know slim pickings but Wonder Girl artwork I gotta I gotta put over the artwork in Wonder Girl just probably my favorite art style uh, this week uh i just but i just i enjoyed the wonder girl art style just period so that one's good the harley one was fun the flash annual was also fun um then in the indies house of slaughter i thought was intriguing uh hell cop was a lot of fun i really dug that and then on the marvel side you know the amazing fantasy was okay you know issue 1000 you know uh deadpool bad blood oh, all right whatever you know just kind of dragging their feet there but okay uh, the Obi-Wan. I really dug the Obi-Wan. I really did. To me, like I said, that was my favorite uh, my favorite issue thus far of the series. Um, and then the X-Men 14, you know, the whole uh, very, very good microcosm of, uh, I guess, kind of what uh, some issues that kind of go on in the real world as far as, you know... Well, I won't get into that. I'll let you read the issue itself. But it's just just some very interesting uh, issues that they they kind of brought up there. As far as you know, do you label something as this? Do you label something as that? Does it really matter? You know, but whatever. You know, but anyway, short week, but some good books. Can't complain. We got a pick of the week this week, unlike last week. But hey, like I said, we're back to normal. Trying to get back on a roll. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to, whether it's Facebook or whether it's Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, Anchor, wherever it is. Follow on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Both are at i.have.issues.comics. Be sure to go over to Whatnot and follow me at Vasos. That's V A S O S. Follow me there. We'll be having a live stream this Monday for Labor Day. So y'all be sure to have a safe and happy Labor Day. And we'll see you guys next week with another episode of I Have Issues.